Cool. So you know, um, there's this band. This band name is called Limp Biscuit. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar. And I was just listening to Limp Biscuit. Rolling. <laughs> Dude. Anyway, so I came across this like uh, I don't know some Instagram page that just like rolled through one day when I was doing nothing. Which isn't often, ladies and gentlemen, okay? I run a multi-million dollar podcast and uh, production company, so... Yeah, yeah, we ain't got uh, a lot of time to... We ain't got a lot of time. But a little bit of time that I do, mm-hmm. I am scrolling through Instagram like the normal millennial that, that I am. Yeah. And I come across these young Gen Xers, whatever the newest, youngest pocket of children All right. are they're like co- high school kids right and they're watching Limp Biscuit videos for the first time and it's a magical moment in somebody's life it was like the first time they heard the Beatles man yeah it was just it was literally just magical it was like a lot of the kids were like, "Yeah, I don't know what all this aggressive music is, <laughs> and I don't like it." Oh, I know, I know what you're talking like, uh, where they're just sitting, they're and just sitting, and somebody's like, "Here's music." Yeah, I've they're watching the music video and yeah, everything. But there's this, there's this young black girl. She's probably like 15, 16 years old. Rolling is coming on, and she's just like, "Oh, this is the, what would have been, this would have been my favorite band growing up if that was back then." I'm just like, Limp Biscuit, man. Yeah. That's when. They just transcended music, man. They, uh, a lot of different people, a lot of different backgrounds enjoyed Limp Bizkit. It's just such a simple, a simple thing that it's not a complicated piece of music. No, but it hits so good that all you want to do is headbang, man. Like, Break you your want- face, night. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, all about that he said, she said. I can't say it's guys. it's just a thing that just goes through your body and you just want to headbang, man. Yeah, yeah, can't yeah. help it. Now that I have these dreads, like, dude, I want to go to every rock concert ever. I mean, so I, I have a lot of them. Well, let's make it happen. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> How was your weekend, brother? Busy, busy weekend. So. Friday night, I went to. I wasn't a, asking. I just wanted to know how your weekend was. Just like, I'm gonna tell you. Detail. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> you, you tell the people. Uh, Friday night, went to a concert in Greensboro. Nice. At the eighteen nineteen hangar. Okay. Which is where the Blind Tiger once was. And watched a couple of. Uh, the family members, uh, Dove Cage and Scars Remain, two bands there, and then saw some other ones that were on the tour with uh, Bad Wolves. Dope, all awesome. Uh, then Saturday, mm. uh, another band in the family, Strike the Tower, had a video release party, which was one of the coolest things I've seen in our Charlotte music scene. Okay, um, they were in a theater. Played a bunch of uh, other bands' music videos and stuff beforehand. Uh, I mean, it was like, it was a legit, like, ceremony for the thing. Dope. And, uh, like, red carpet event kind of thing. Oh, snap. Uh, Pictures and stuff? Pictures, uh, backdrop pictures. What? Um, It was the Independent Music 
or an independent picture theater, yeah. something like that. Um, but I mean, it's a theater, like popcorn, drinks, concession stand stuff, and like two theaters, I think. Okay, dope. And it is what it is. It's for independent artists, kind of thing. And yeah, man, it was full packed place. Uh, had a really good time. Had, they had dropped an awesome video oh. for their song uh, "Your Disease." Okay. Um, called COVID, but well, you know, and it's uh interesting. It was about Mister Rogers, like being a serial killer. Okay, uh, those are some some lyrics. Well, the video theme was, but the music isn't like about Mister Rogers. It was just like the the storyline of the of the video was Mister Rogers. Uh, I'm intrigued but scared at the same time. Oh, you should watch it. Everyone should go go take a peek at that one. You know what? After they listen to this podcast (laughs) and download every other episode from before. (laughs) And listen to to every one of them. Our four-year career (laughs) as podcasters. Uh, We will share that on our socials, man. Yeah, that'd be really awesome. Send that to our uh, social guys and they'll they'll get it up and running. I will uh, make a little note of that. Yes, sir. I'll send it to the... uh, Social media department. That, correct? That's, a, that's a huge department. Yeah. We'll do that. that room right behind you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this door right here. Right. That's where they're all at. That's where every department's at. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, yeah. So that was pretty awesome. Good stuff, man. What are you up to? Um, Went to my our buddy Mitchell. Congrats to him and his lovely wife, Dawn. They got married. Awesome. Biltmore on Thursday. Beautiful. Sounds beautiful. Um, did nothing Friday. Fair. Um, Saturday went up to Chapel Hill, eight PM game. Watched the Bell game against Carolina versus Duke. Carolina won double overtime. Mm. Didn't get home to about two thirty three o'clock. I heard. Well worth it. Well worth it, man. Okay. Um, in other news, uh, I. Hate football other than mm. Carolina football because my Giants keep losing. So, but all right, guys, we're gonna drop some good news on you. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. All right, guys, the moment you've been waiting for. Finally, I'm here for it. The actor strike is finally over. They got a new contract. Oh, yeah. So more money. It looks like some Robin Hood fun deal. Some uh, bonuses. Some bonuses, bonuses are in there. Are awesome. Those are always awesome. Yes, yes, yes. Bonuses are awesome. Also, uh, when it comes to like AI, they have to have like written contractual consent to use their likeness, their voice and likeness and stuff. They're going to get paid. Exactly. Just like that's at, that the, at awesome. the end of the day, you're like, you know, pay George Clooney. He's a good looking guy. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, mean, everybody deserves compensation for, I mean, a face that he has used to build an empire off of. Exactly. Exactly. And, and he was, I do not blame him. He was the, the third Batman, okay? Give the man some credit. <laughs> Just that. <right> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't really talk about him. Dude, I we mean, don't talk about him much. But he, he is—he's still part of the legacy. I'll, I'll say this about George Clooney, guys, and we'll get back to SAG Afro in a second. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. George Clooney's always been a really attractive guy, and yeah. actually, 
for what he was given in bat I give Batman and Robin all the crap. Right. right. Well deserved. <laughs> but for what he did, especially as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. It it's kind of a I didn't I did not hate it. It's kind of a environment around him. Yes. George Clooney's awesome. George Yes, exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah, but I got you. Yeah. He, he didn't have a lot to to yeah. build his character off of. Exactly. But there's moments, right, with Alfred and there's moments with uh, ice skating and stuff. <laughs> you know, the back credit uh, card. The back card. <laughs> the only moment I mean, out of Always prepared, man. <laughs> really Always. Always. What else is in that damn utility yeah. belt? <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, guys. Uh, going back to the, the news here. So, yeah. Strikes over. There's a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of good stuff in there. We will link this Entertainment Weekly. Um, yeah, there's a lot link. in this article. But, yeah, yes. it's, it's a lot, guys. It's robust. Basically, we are going to start having – uh, TV shows and movies back in the pipeline. Sweet. So that is the important thing, which leads me to Superman Legacy. Do I, do I hit the button again? Hit. Do you have uh, the Superman uh theme song on there? Yes. Do it. All right. So edit this out, but hit the button. <laughs> fake like you're hitting just the button, and then then put it in there. Just for for the YouTube channel, one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know how this thing gets edited, guys. So I throw a bunch of crap at him at the last second to say, do it, Javi. So, (laughs) no, guys. So uh, James Gunn's uh, Superman legacy film will be released July 11th, 2025. Wow. Yes. So despite the the writer strike and everything, this is definitely still happening. It's going to happen. The film will star David Cornsweet as Superman and Rachel Bronson as Lois Lane. Nice. There's gonna be some other characters in there as well. Um, <clears throat> got Nathan Fillion as the guy Gardner Green Lantern, Isabella Mercad as Hawk Girl, and Edie Gareth as Mister Terrific. Uh, there's gonna be a Metamorpho. I don't know who that is. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so like some really good people are gonna be in this film. You're gonna get a James Gunn Superman movie, right? He's done. More obscure, mm-hmm. Peacemaker, uh, Suicide Squad, right. obviously Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, he's and he's really good in those moments. But this is basically the biggest superhero of all time, most right. popular, the everything of all time. Yeah, and he's got a lot to work with, though. I mean, he's probably one of the ones that has the most amount of story. Uh, yeah. You know, from from child to to grown man, so and and James Gunn being able to write and direct, uh, this feels like he's just going to be in his element here. Uh, I'm excited, guys. July yeah. twenty July twenty twenty five on the eleventh day. I mean, you know that lot can change in that amount of time with DC, but you know, keep the hopes up. Don't. Jinx it. <laughs> You're the worst. Another studio reboot. It'd be seven before that date. Gosh, man. It's been for, it's crazy. Been, it'll be 12 years. When this comes out, it'll be 12 years since a Superman movie. Wild. Wow. 
before that, it was like less than it was like five, like two thousand and three, no, two thousand and six to two thousand and thirteen. So like seven years. So, <coughs> guys, right. we those on our socials from Collider. James going to confirm Superman Legacy will release on schedule. Sweet. Are you excited for the Man of Steel to be back on the uh, big screen? And yes, I'm crying inside because it's not Henry Cable, guys. But <laughs> gotta gotta get on board with the with the new stuff. Welcome to this episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we're discussing the trailers for Garfield, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire, episode six of Loki, and our movie of the week, the ladies are back, guys. The Marvels. All right. Oh, man. Got a little bit of yawn there. I apologize. I that. Oh. Guys, we got some trailers coming at you here. Uh, Chris Pratt is once again voicing an animated thing, person. This time mm. it's Garfield. All First right. it was a Lego, then it was Super Mario, now it's Garfield the cat. Uh, so yeah, we're going <laughs> to check this out. Also, uh, Ghostbusters is coming back with a sequel. So excited. To Ghostbusters, was it Afterlife is what it was called? Yes. Uh, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. So they take on New York City mm. back in the back in the big apple, Let's guys. Go. So with all these on our socials, uh click the link tree in the description. You can see our beautiful faces and get our full reactions. Mm. Let's get it. I don't look through my hands though when we're on <laughs> <laughs> All right, team. So according to IMDB we have Garfield animated feature film mm. based on the popular comic strip about a Sarcastic lasagna loving cat. Mm. All right, directed by Mark Dindall. Uh, we got Samuel Jackson as Vic, Chris Pratt as Garfield, Nicholas Holt, uh, Brett Goldstein, Ving Rames, Cicely Strong, Bowen Yang, Hannah Waddingham, JV, and Brett Goldstein, JV. What yes, you think, man? That was a good trailer. That was kind of it's kind of what I expected. Yeah, like a good funny, good funny comedy trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, never been like a gigantic fan of Garfield. That makes he, one of us. He's <laughs> is not a gigantic fan. I am huge. Oh yeah, as a kid, yeah. Oh, I mean, I watched him as a kid, but I mean, wasn't something like I'm like Garfield. That was yeah. I was where is that? He was more of an Odie fan, right? Odie was awesome. <laughs> Big fan of Odie. Uh, but that's really like a trailer you expect from Chris Pratt in general. Definitely. Especially a voice, you know, he's voice acting. You know, he ain't let us down yet, I feel yeah. like. He's uh, two for two. Yeah, he's doing all right. Actually, he's he was three for three. He was in Lego movies. And as, as Mario, the guy from Lego, the Lego movie. So he's two for two right now. I'm, I'm, I. This will be three, right? Oh, I thought you were. Okay, I got you. Dude, I know. I like, mean, we, it's I, Monday I, night, bro. It is, I, I was just at a fire. The smoke is so crazy. <laughs> Snoop Dogg we was there. You know, it's just a lot. <laughs> he was, 
He was calling me yeah. nephew, man. Yeah. This is really cool. Okay, give me some space, guy. Okay, I got you. All right, all right. This would be three for three. Yes. is what you're saying. If okay, you pull it off. all right. In this trailer, we only got a little bit of the voice. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, so um, but he did the same thing for the Super Mario movie, right? It was like this big, beautiful trailer. Yeah. And we got like the whole scope of uh, Mushroom Kingdom yeah. and everything. And then all you heard was like, here you go at the end. You know what I mean? And it was like. Lost their minds. Okay. Yeah. I, I went crazy. <laughs> crazy. So you got a little bit more here and I'm really yeah. enjoying it. Same. Same. I really enjoyed this trailer and it makes me want to go watch this movie. Uh, definitely. So you have him as that sarcastic cat and you really dive into like the who Garfield is yeah. and you got that this entire trailer <laughs> and, it, and like the epitome of it was just like any cat is just like I've never jumped that <laughs> that was the best line that was the best laugh line of this trailer because that's <laughs> well you feel like you can kind of see Chris Pratt's face yep. in this in this cat like exactly like exactly how he would say it <laughs> as a person <laughs> All right, team. We're going to throw Garfield on our socials. Let us know your thoughts. Awesome. All right, team. We have uh, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Talk about a badass name for one, okay? Love the title. Right. Uh, when the when the discovery of an ancient artifact unleashes an evil force, Ghostbusters new and old must join forces to protect their home and save the world from a second ice age. Mm. So, uh, taking the reins here, uh, obviously, rest in peace, Ivan Reitman. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters OG director. His son, Jason Reitman, did Afterlife a few years ago. This one, we're getting somebody new. Gil Kennan is coming in and directing this one. Gotcha. Uh, Jason Reitman is still credited as a writer with Gil on this. So, really excited for this follow-up, man. I'm not... There's not many franchises that I get like really geeked about. Like Bat- yeah. like new Batman movie. Uh okay, cool. I'm I'm gonna watch it. It's gonna and it's it's gonna be dope. Yeah. And then it was like Christopher Nolan's Batman movie, like, okay, this is really awesome. Um, Superman. I'm I'm excited, you know what I mean? Yeah. Ninja Turtles movies. I'm excited. Oh yeah. But then it's like Ghostbusters, like I'm geeked, bro. It, it's when, because when it's, I heard Afterlife, yeah. Dude, I was down. I, I was down from day one, and this one just looks so good. It takes like it just takes me back to what the Ghostbusters was from those eighties movies. And a lot of key to that for me was the continuation. Yes, like we're not rebooting. We're not Correct. doing all this crazy stuff. We are still in the same world. Yep. But same time too, we don't get a lot of these. This movie doesn't reboot. We have like one, the the lady one, mm-hmm. um, Fig, yeah. But we're not getting a ton of these from all different directions. Yeah, they're not punching us. So, they're not kicking us over the head. So when yeah. we when we get one, it's like awesome. But like, so ready for it. Correct, correct. But like, I do, I just don't know of another. Like I watch Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters two every year religiously. Same. I I do. If it's like back in the theaters, I'm gonna go watch it. Yeah, I got to see the the eighty seven one 
we went for we messed up for the afterlife. Gates. Yeah, that was afterlife. Was no, I think that was <laughs> some movie. I don't remember yeah, what I don't it was. Remember what it was? But and yeah, I, I want to go see and that was uh, awesome. last night in Soho. But yeah, but I've seen them both in theaters back to back, and it was just yeah. like Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters two. Yeah, I'm not moving. I love this franchise. Yeah. I love the these movies. I love these actors. I mean, you got Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson. Paul Rudd, Annie Potts coming back, Carrie, uh, Carrie Coon, McKenna Grace, Bill, the man freaking Murray, mm-hmm. Finn Wolfhard, um, Pat, Pat, Pat Oswald, Oswald and Kumal Najiani. Like, I am really yeah. excited. Celeste O'Connor is back. Uh, even Logan Kim has podcast. The oh, podcast yeah? guy. So, guys, great cast. Uh, Walter Peck, William Atherton is back in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps on getting better, man. Um, this is a franchise that just knows how to... You know what we wanted to get from that that last Jurassic World movie as far as, like, bridging the old with the new? And, like, yeah. they did it, but it wasn't like a... You didn't feel it. You didn't feel all good inside well, with that bridge. 700 Jurassic Park movies. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Six, but... <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. Close enough. Well, Close enough, but I, I get what you're saying. It's though, a good. Yeah. It's it's been a good story from the beginning. There hasn't been any like you know other than the 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 lady team, yeah, which was off off story, right? So we don't really alternate alternate world. Is what yeah. yeah. So from the story of this particular thing from '87 to now. It's just been such a good story. Yeah. Yeah, great. And everybody's been written in as a team. There's no gap, right? We don't have to, we don't have to wait three movies to meet the team, the True. older team. Yeah. So it's been a good story, though. Yeah, guys, we're going to throw this on our socials. Uh, Ghostbusters, Frozen Empire, once again, badass name. Uh, with us on our socials, let us know your thoughts, guys. Which one is your favorite movie mm. out of the ones that, that have dropped? Let us know your thoughts. Uh, JV, we're mm. here, man. Yep. Another uh, one. Episode six of Another season two, Glorious Purpose. Another one down. What? What happened this episode? Um, all, looks, spoil, look, all spoiler talk. Looks like uh, they may have t- taken Loki away from us. Tom Hiddleston for a little while. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed out about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He may, he may, we may not see him for a minute if we see him again at all. Yeah. Uh, we may not see <laughs> uh, much of the TVA, maybe. It's kind of locked in place. It's good yeah, to go. Yeah, I mean, Loki's making sure it's, it's good to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I feel like we were given a lot, and it was all taken away from us. I, but in a great storyline way. You know, like, we open up with Loki and Thor, and we book in here with this episode. Yeah. As far as, like, his story. Like, let's say we're not seeing Tom Hiddleston ever again in the MCU. 
I don't know of a better way to end his story. Oh, yeah. Agreed. You know, he always wanted to be the God King. Yeah. You know, I deserve this. This is my right and everything. I feel like even through Thor 2 and then Thor um, Ragnarok, he matured a lot. Yeah. But it wasn't really until his time with Mobius. I guess Owen Wilson just changes everybody. You know what I mean? Just everybody just wants he's to be a surfer dude and just yeah, he's, hang he's, loose. He's an amazing man. He's an amazing, amazing man. Amazing man. Um, <laughs> and just changes him, right, where he understands what his purpose is and mm. there's only he can do it. The episode itself was just really tight and done so well. Right. That I just want people to watch it. Yeah. Just watch this episode, man. And everything is just on cue. And the beautiful thing about the Loki series, man, is they don't hit us over the head with, this just happened. You need to understand this. And I'm going to, like, word, just going to, like, spit out of my mouth. Exactly yeah, yeah. You do. Like, he defined and figured out how to go back to being himself. Before yeah. he was, you know, when we saw him in the same spot twice and then he, like, splices himself or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, don't know if I forgot. Uh, prune. Prune himself. So, sorry, right? We're like, how the hell is he doing that? Yeah. Why the hell would he do that? Why is he in two places at one time? And then we see him again pick up the TVA book and he likes he's here and then he's here. He's finally now in this last episode able to go back into that actual being of himself. Yeah. And understand how time works. Like he's doing it. Yeah. He's doing it and he's doing it well, man. And they, they stretch it over two episodes. Oh, so so so, so it kind of makes you feel like he's really putting in work making he's this happen. Kicking ass. Yeah. Kicking ass, taking names. I love that we go back to the first episode. Mm. I love that. I love that we go back to the last episode of last season. Yeah. Right. There's there, there's so many times here that we go back to, and it's just a different conversation with Mo, with Mobius. It's a different conversation with yeah. He who remains. Right. And it's just like He who remains is. I love the conversation with Mobius. Yeah, that was good. But with He who reigns, that's just like, hey. Uh, Oh, have we done this before? It looks like we haven't. You know what? Hit yeah. me up when you have it. And then yeah. you're just like, oh. And it's like, oh, 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 oh. There's some stuff happening off screen that yeah. we didn't see. Yeah. And typically that like pisses me off because I want to see everything. But it was such a surprise. And I was just like, ah, this is enjoyable. Man. This is enjoyable. Yeah, because you know he's been doing it for a thousand years. <laughs> a few centuries. You know? He's been going at it for a while. There's got to be some, a couple of secrets he picked up. Oh my god! But yeah, that that particular dialogue between him and uh, he remains was a great scene, dude. Like, masterclass, um, masterclass in acting. Both of them just firing on all cylinders for that. Uh, but interesting, like he remains attitudes. Like he's like, hey champ, hey uh, so- hey lover boy. <laughs> it's like because he not, knows not a typical villain talk. No, like it was like a just some guy who's like, 
In their, in their sport. Squirt. Chill, chill at the end of time. <laughs> yeah. Chill at the end of time, right? He's been doing this forever, and there's yeah. so many fail-safes in there, man. Uh, but he also knew that he couldn't kill Sylvie. Right. He knew that. Yeah, I mean. Loki knew that. He was just going to try to stop her, and that's why he keeps on going farther and farther back in time. Right. He even has a conversation with her, like, yo, I'm going to, like, Either I do this or I kill you. So I'm like trying to talk to your better person yeah. now. There's just as much crap as the MCU has been getting the last few years, like let's say post in game, mm. um, with there has been bright thoughts. Yeah. Um this is a huge bright spot for the MCU. Yeah. The way this amazing, is amazing. Two seasons. And even the way the title card ended was like, it was Loki, and they were like flashing in different fonts, and then they yeah. all just go away. I mean, like, those, that, like, solid, those solid details that, yeah. that's in this, man, made this a really great episode. Glorious Purpose is the episode of, is the name of the episode of the first uh, season one, episode one, and Glorious, episode, Glorious Purpose is the title of, Season two, episode six, the last episode. So, guys, we will throw this on our socials. Uh, Glorious Purpose, let us know your thoughts. Nice. All right, brother, you ready to jump into this week's movie? Let's go. Let's go, let's Let's go. go, let's go. All right, so we have the Marvels. Just dropped. Yep. This past Friday. Yeah, all, all the spoilers ahead. All of them. All the Every spoilers Every single spoiler. Ahead. Let's get it. <laughs> all right, team. So this movie is coming at us from Nia DaCosta. It's written by DaCosta, Megan McDonald, and Elisa Karasik. We have a budget of $274.8 million and has grossed $108.9 million so far. Nice. Starting this, we have Brie Larson as Carol Danvers. Uh, we have Tayana Paris as Monica Rambo, Iman Valani as Kamala Khan, Zawe Ashton as Darbin, um, and Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury. That's old, uh, pretty much our main, main cast here. Old Nicky Fury there. Uh, can't get rid of that man. <laughs> Cannot. <laughs> Samuel Jackson can't. You can't watch one movie. One, you can't watch at least two movies without him being in one of them. Can't do it, bro. Yeah. Cannot do it, brother. All right, man. Go ahead and give us that uh, quick synopsis of this movie. We have three lone superheroes who team up to save planets and reality against the big baddie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, man. So let's go ahead and, and jump at this, man, because it's going to be weird to talk about this because we have the Marvels is a team of these three women who have – Three different powers, but they are interchangeable, I guess. I don't, I don't really know how. I guess that's where, like, I take a I take a Yelp star down on this movie. <laughs> it's because, like, they have their, all three have separate powers. Yeah. And we know how all three of them got their powers. Mm-hmm. The thing I didn't understand is I thought the gimmick was they were going to, like, use each other's powers. 
is what I was going into mm. this thinking. I got you. So the trailer had me there thinking, right? Okay. Not, not just changing places once they use their power. That you know, and that's kind of what the gimmick is. Yeah, I wasn't too sure how it was gonna go. Either. Yeah, it, it didn't really let you know that that's kind of what it was. Correct. So, which I think would have been a lot more fun. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think both of it, uh, but but also probably a lot more complex in the entirety of the movie. Agreed, and that's yeah. how we talk about. Yeah, that. we talk about like <laughs> the, the the sets and everything. We'll definitely yeah. talk about that. So. Um, we got Brie Larson as Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, uh, an Avenger and former U.S. Air pilot who's um, basically the strongest person on the planet, in the world, in the galaxy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, uh, we pick up after her story, you know, after Captain Marvel, after yeah. in, in game, and then after that last uh, scene in Miss Marvel, yeah. We pick we pick up there and there's this distress beacon. She goes to see what the hell's going up in these time jumps or whatever. Yeah. She touches it. Monica Rambo touches it at the same exact time. Kamala Khan has her um bracelet or whatever. Yeah. And the three of them transfuse and mm. if they use powers, they move to the other person's location. Yeah, because that's Based off the power of the bangles, right? Is that how it worked? Which I never quite understood, like, at what point they would change, because they use their powers all the time. The entire and, movie, okay. And they only, like, switch places every once in a while. Yes. So, didn't quite pick up on that. Didn't quite pick up on that. But either. that's, you know. That was the gimmick that we're going into. Yeah. That's what brings these three ladies together to stop... Uh, Zawi Ashton, who is Darbin, who is the Cree warrior. We'll talk about her in a little bit here. Um, This Captain Marvel, for for what this script gave us, she is, it almost seems like she enjoys that solitude. Yeah. She enjoys working alone. Um, She doesn't want to be close to family, friends, any other Avengers Fury, anybody, but we don't really know why, right? Yeah. And that's kind of what unfolds throughout the story. Yep. In regards to why they call her the Annihilator. What's up? Awesome name. It, I mean, hey, call me the Annihilator. <laughs> bro. I roll up to the yeah. bar. The Annihilator's here? Yeah. Let me get this yeah. man a beer before yep. he cracks it over my, my skull. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. all right, man, we got uh, Tayana Paris as Monica Rambo. Give me your thoughts. Uh, we met her in Scarlet Witch. WandaVision. WandaVision. And we met her as just a regular person, not mm-hmm. powered. And then she, like she tells us in the movie, she <laughs> walked, her witch, walked her witch's hex and got powers. Uh, and, I mean, since that show, I mean, even before she was, like, powered, um, she was a really good character. Yeah. She had a really good kind of attitude, work ethic type thing that for, for being an agent. Um, in this one, though, she kind of really steps it up as far as, like, we see her, like, taking those steps to, like, use her power for the science. Yeah. The space exploration and, and getting to do more things there. Uh, overall, I mean, I enjoyed her as a character. She was funny. She definitely brought some funny and 
even in the action scenes, the fighting scenes, she looked really good. Yeah, man. Choreography-wise. Cool. Yeah, she definitely uh, killed it, man. So you can see that there's been a step up from her just being a uh, astronaut, NASA-type person yeah. who is grounded and handles on the, like, just handles, like, science stuff, right? She has, yeah. with, with her powers, she's picked up some techniques, and, you know, she, she can kick some punch. Yeah, she's kick, got... kick some butt a little bit, you know, and that was really cool to see, yeah. right, where you remember in um, the beginning of The Winter Soldier, just the, the when he's looking into his little book, when Steve Rogers looking at his book, <laughs> right, and all yeah. the updates that he needs to get. Yeah, yeah. But then you're also seeing that, scene when he's on the boat right this is not captain america from first avenger right mm-hmm. this guy has is un is, is unthawed you know he's yeah yeah he's got a little time in you know he's de- defeated some a- aliens he's got some time in like he is a brawler he's probably the most the best tactician fighter on the planet oh, yeah. at that point in time you know what i mean has the, the time the space and the energy to go ahead and do it here we didn't get that like from her as far as like where she got these, like, how she developed her skills and her crafts and everything. Mm-hmm. But it was cool, though. Like, I didn't, like, mind it. It was cool to just see it happening. Yeah. But, like, a little bit more expository, like, hey, I've, since this happened, I've been working on this. Because before that, you were just a science nerd. I got you. So, hey, you know, you know uh, yeah, I've been training. I've been doing this and that, just kind of researching my powers, been Exactly, I got you. Yep. exactly, exactly there. So that that would have been more cool, but I, I definitely did enjoy her in this movie. All right. Uh, probably the heart and soul of the movie, man. Mm. Iman Vellani as Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. Oh, yeah. Uh, teenager human mutant from New Jersey. Mm. Idolizes Danvers, and that is very present <laughs> throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Man. And it's almost like we had... You know, Peter Parker, Spider-Man doing that with Tony Stark and yeah. their Avengers and everything, right? And so she, they were like, do that, but m- make it you. Yeah. And it, like, it still, like, worked. Like, we, like, did Peter ever get annoying yes. when he was running the Avengers and everything? Yeah, yeah, a lot. To you? A lot of times. I didn't get annoyed. I didn't get annoyed. Like, I, I enjoyed Tom Holland being that boyish, yeah. young, like, in awe of these greats. You know what I mean? Yeah. She did the exact same thing. Almost did it yeah. better. I was about to say, yeah, she did it a little bit more of what you would really expect as far as like the uh like I said, the idolizing the the fangirling. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Freaking out. <laughs> I, um and Peter did that a lot too, but mm-hmm. it was it was a little different. And uh I guess cause he was like immediately like having to fight Captain America. Like <laughs> he didn't have any time to to be like, this is pretty crazy. This is pretty awesome. It was it was under ruse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh you got a passport? We gotta go. Uh, nah, she was she was really funny with it. And I felt pretty well placed. Like yeah. the the timing of it, her timing and her facial expressions and all that stuff had me I mean had us laughing the whole theater laughing she was definitely the heart and soul in in the comic relief of this and I I want her to keep that I wanted to keep that style yeah 
I definitely wanted to keep her that style where she's just like in awe, but also like can still kick butt. Yeah, and it, and it's bringing like how I would feel like being a teenager and when you getting see superpowers, Seagal, right? That too. <laughs> when you uh, see Seagal. <laughs> I don't know why but, he was the first person. That came well, I don't know either. I don't know either. Um, but as far as like a teenager who's super powered, now you're in space and you're doing all this crazy stuff. Just bringing like the attitude of having a good time and yeah. like really enjoying what's happening. True. But when she's not enjoying, when she's scared, she also portrays that very well. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, get back yeah, to the ship. Good. You ain't got to tell me twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I really enjoyed her seeing her on uh, on this movie, finally, with everybody else. Oh, yeah. All right, let's move forward here with uh, the big baddie here, um, Zawe Ashton as Darbin, a Kree warrior, revolutionary, wielding an accuser hammer, like from definitely Ronan's, like, same hammer. Yeah. Uh, or something similar to it there. And then she finds an uh, identical bangle uh, to what Kamala has, which gives her some powers. Mm-hmm. Her whole thing is she is trying to bring her planet back from the dead, basically. They're living in darkness. Yeah. They have no air. They have no water. That Their sun is dying. Um, you know, the, the reasons behind that, go see the movie. But that's her whole purpose right right about why she's doing like the the one thing that i do enjoy is give a villain even though they're the villain even though they're the bad guy the bad girl or whatever um give them a a why glorious purpose glorious purpose purpose. give the like if you if you just give them like a a long uh, mustache and they twirl it and they go ha 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 ha. I'm not I'm not gonna be interested in that. You know what I mean? Let's just Jim Carrey doing it. <laughs> Money. Give me nine more Sonic movies, okay? <laughs> right, right. Watch him all day. All day. Trying long. to find a blue hedgehog. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh man, one of those chili dogs. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Don't want to fight the big ro- robotnik, but anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, there was a purpose, right? Uh, and I really did enjoy that. Even though it was, like, you know, we always want... I want more character development. Yeah. And that's one thing I wanted. Just like I wanted more from Monica Rambo's how she got her powers. I want more from Darbin as far as, like, I get why you're doing this. I just want to know, like, your... I want to feel connected how, to you. How did you end up here with that hammer kind of exactly like just a little bit right tell tell us why you i mean we saw that she was there when uh captain marvel Mm -hmm. destroyed the intelligence thing yes and then after that it was just like now we're here now we know how to use all these powers and you're just the intelligent warrior who just has has a hammer yeah uh Found the locate. We know where exactly where the Bengals at. But you you wield an army as well. Yeah. So it's not just like you know you are doing this by yourself and one other guy. Like you wield an entire army. Yeah, she's what running is, like exactly. She's just 
running the army, running like, the military yeah, operations yeah, yeah. for her her planet. How did you get there? Yeah. How did you rise up? You know what I mean? Just and that's like five or minutes of movie. That's it. You know what I mean? That, that's, I'm not asking for much, right? She can do that in a, and I, you know, she gets kicked in the chest or whatever. Then she can just talk about how she 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 rised up among <laughs> that. I've seen it before. Every, we've seen it a lot. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to see, like, I want to be connected to to our villains. Um. All right, here. Yeah. So we got, <laughs> we got, that got intense. It did. It did. They're gonna kick over some chairs or something for a second there. <laughs> still, still early. <laughs> Bye, Clark. <laughs> um. <laughs> don't you sneeze, damn don't it. Don't you sneeze, Clark. Um. We got Park. Theo June as Prince Yalan, the charismatic prince of the planet Al Donda. I don't know who is Danvers husband and ally. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's this, this guy. Yeah. Thoughts. Uh, fairly interesting, uh, part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, as a whole, it was fun. Um, them kind of dancing and just, you know, while while Carol's singing or whatever, that mm-hmm. uh, Monica and Kamal are just kind of in the corner, just grooving. You know, oh, they're that, just, that was awesome. <laughs> they're just chilling, having a good time. Uh, but I mean, that was kind of the, that whole scene was just kind of a fun little get off the path of everything else going on, and uh, you know, apparently. Uh, Carol Danvers has a husband. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. That's kind of the whole point. The whole point of that thing was like this weird little storyline of hers that nobody knows about. But I love how like she just didn't like. This is one of those times where like, okay, you're not going to just expose it and just explain it to us while we're on the way. Yeah. Right? Like they get out of the ship. She puts that weird hat on. <laughs> They're looking at her weird. Yeah, you think it's like a disguise or something, right? I have no clue what the hell's yeah. going on, right? And then you, you you keep on moving. They start singing. Yeah, she, she you get a little more explanation, explanation, ex- explanation. There, she's not really saying much. Yeah, move forward. Oh, she's married. Yeah, I like how she's like. Yeah, they do this uh, little thing when you get here. This a little festival. <laughs> so small. Um, it just happens. You know. <laughs> just go with it. Yeah, yeah. Just go with it. <laughs> and then they say the the princess is here, right? Yeah. Whatever. It was fun, man. Yeah, it uh, definitely was. This, like, give me, don't give me, you know, everything has to be gloom and doom. Yeah. Right? I, I, I can, it can be bright. I can yeah. have some fun. Right. I can take my mind off of what is going on in the world and sit down and see a scene like this and be like, Yo, there's some good in the world, man. Yeah. You know, this is, and this trying was, to live here. This was a good spot to see chemistry, like, between the three. Yeah. Um. With her, with them coming in and they just being like, what's going on right now? And she's yep. trying to talk to them, you know, you know, don't worry about this, that or the other, whatever you see here, keep it to us. <laughs> it, it was a really good chemistry showing scene. Definitely. They, they definitely bonded there. And I, yeah. I appreciated that. Um, just want to give a shout out, man. We'll talk about obviously Sam Allen just a minute here, but the more person I want to talk about is, uh, Zenobia Shroff. Oh, yeah. And she's uh, Kamala's <laughs> plays uh, Muniba Khan as Kamala's mother. I, I, for one, I did not know that they were going to be her dad, her, her mother, her father, and her brother were going to be this much in the movie. Yeah. And they'll, 
from this movie forward, they will be a part of this cast they no have, matter they, what. They, they're so good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because we've seen the nuclear, uh, you know, white concerned parents. We've seen the nuclear, yeah. like, black concerned parents, right? But, like, uh, this family? Yeah. This family's awesome. Okay? <laughs> yeah. When the, the fight was going on in the house, like, you could see Kamala's mom's like. Uh, at first, it was like a concern of like, "Oh my god, you're destroying my house!" Yep, <laughs> like just so mad, like and, and irritated. And then she got kind of protective too in there, oh, and yeah. like, like she was about to start throwing down. Yes. Uh, but that goes for all all three of them too. They were so they were so funny. Like I said, they're going to be a part of this franchise going forward. If not, I'm sure people will be. Uh, picketing for that just just fun just a good time man you know she's uh just seeing how concerned also you know pakistani american mothers and fathers are of their their kids man and just like it tells a story without telling a story where it's just like yeah we have more in common than what we really bring (laughs) on right like yeah y'all care about your kids, we care about our kids more. We do it in a more annoying way, mm. but you know, because uh, like she was embarrassed by mom multiple times. Even yeah. even the son at the end was just like with the remote. Like, yeah. you know I mean? like, <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Just just good scenes, or, man. I really enjoyed that. Or what's one of his lines where he's like, "I need you to come back alive because I can't be an only child with these two again." <laughs> so so just good. good, man. Yeah. All right, here. Then, obviously, we got our man Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, right? Uh, former director of S.H.I.E.L.D., who's working at Saber in Deep Space with the Scrolls. Uh, it's a smaller scene. It's a smaller uh, role for, for Fury in this. He's not front and center. Yeah. Uh, but I do think it's very cool just seeing Samuel L. Jackson on screen. Yeah. And he just has a good time. I mean, I... He was really only in two sets on this whole thing. That's it. Yeah, like the house and then the spaceship. Yep. Or the space station. Yep, and did his thing. That's it. Did his thug thizzle. But it also explains at the end of uh, Far From Home when he is away. Yeah. While the scrolls are down there. And that wasn't him the entire movie. Right. Um. He's he's up in at at Saber. It also explains like at for Secret Invasion where he beams down from where the hell he beams back up to, right? That's yeah. Thank, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I now know. Um, and it all it all makes sense now. He's working at this deep space uh thing called Saber. All right, man. Let's go ahead and jump into uh the sets. Mm. Uh, I liked that they used. Kamala Khan's whole house <laughs> as a set piece for a fight scene. Yeah. But interchange that with what was going on with, because uh, they were at three different places. Yes. Right? They were on the ship with the little shuttle ship with Fury mm-hmm. in Kamala's house, and then they were in at wherever that peace treaty was for the, for the Kree and the scrolls were. Yeah. Right? And they were using their powers and they were interchangeably. And obviously the most fun was we've seen fights on a spaceship before. Yeah. We've seen fights in a big old 
corridor before, right? <laughs> but like whooping ass and taking names in a house in Jersey City, right? It's the first aliens, aliens, aliens there. and it was no conversation. You're right. There was no conversations about like who the hell these people think we it's, we, we got it's fight or flight. They, they like uh, Carol just like walks down one time and leaves, <laughs> and then uh, well, did she leave? You don't know. It I don't flashed, remember what happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then all of a sudden, there's people there and they're fighting. Yep. All right. Just a all fun right. time. It was a good time. It was a long and, one too. The, yo, so it was a long fight. I was thinking about this while we were, were watching this. Right, this would be good to talk about how you're almost filming three fights with three different actors at three different locations. Mm-hmm. Right, and making sure every beat hits is literally what had to happen for this whole part of the movie set scene whatever yeah to work yeah i mean and then there's intertwining them on each set yeah like that's that's some choreography that's a choreography that's a lot of camera work that's a lot of yeah. that's a lot of film you know what i mean i don't know <laughs> i know only quentin tarantino and christopher nolan like shoots on film anymore but yeah. still that's a lot of tape yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like all right cut we gotta yeah, move yeah. here we gotta move over here which I guess they do the one fight scene, you know. Mm. I don't know how they did it, right? No but clue. It was the coolest scene in the movie, t- yeah. To me, right? As far as a Captain Marvel space movie goes, um, you know, everything is big CGI blow yeah. ups. Her with the glowy well, eyes I, and I running mean, around blowing stuff up, but like that scene, that was basically just spikes. Hands. hands. Yep. It. Put some hands on you. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Yeah. That was just, it was just really fun, man. You're just like. Yeah. You know what we forget to talk about, though? What's up? Goose. I was going to bring up Goose. Yeah. I was going to bring up Goose, man, because yeah. I have some, uh, I got some issues, man. Yeah. And I thought about him because talking about the house, you know, he's eating the pillows and yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about him. Yeah. So let's talk about Goose All right. real, real quick, man. Um, They, they rode him, my man. <laughs> they rode him, my man. I don't appreciate that, bro. He got recast. <laughs> What's a... <laughs> I remember the same cat, bro. I remember seeing that meme. <laughs> it was like, come on, think we wouldn't notice? <laughs> <laughs> think we wouldn't notice the whole ass different cat, bro? They the same cat. <laughs> oh, goose. That ain't the goose from yeah. the first movie. He ain't. Cats don't wanted too much money, man. <laughs> he's trying to get, he's trying to get more money he than. Like, uh, he was like Terrence Howard, bro. Yeah, trying to get. T- I'm the star. More money than Bree. <laughs> I mean, he was there too, though. He was there the whole movie. Yo, man, I love that. Like that was her, her sidekick. Yeah, going in the bat, like going in the like investigating, going. Oh, yeah. in the well, they just like flew through space. That was just really cool. Like, my wife would have been concerned. Yeah. Like, ooh, something happened. But, like, that's not a cat. Yeah. Keep on remembering that. And I love how, like, the conversation, the flashback conversation between her and um, Rambo, uh, Captain Rambo, is just like, that's not, like, take the cat. I'm not yeah. taking the cat. It's not a damn cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We keep forgetting about it because he's so yeah. cute. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, nah, but it, w- it was great. And I love how even his story kind like was expounded upon right yeah he's the sidekick for 
uh, Carol Danvers, but mm-hmm. at the same exact time, um, didn't explain how it happened. Yeah, but there was a lot more flirkins. Yes, in this movie, a lot, a hell of a lot, which was like, like, like late eggs. Yeah, brain looking eggs. Yeah, super weird. But like Nia DaCosta did uh, the Candyman movie that came out a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is she going to add like a, a horror touch to this film? And like, where would it be at if she could? Mm. This was it. Yeah, yeah. It was enjoyable. Like, it wasn't like scary. Yeah. But like at the same exact time, you can see the horror element that she tried to portray in this scene because that would be freaky as hell. Yeah. <laughs> but it also sucked because like, Kamala Khan was like helping, like we gotta do this. Oh yeah, so she was like hard. Li- she would like hard light and stop them, mm. whatever oh, from going yeah. forward. <laughs> and the cats would like mm. eat them. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, all right, whose bright idea was this? Yeah, I loved it, guys. That's pretty cute. All right, all right, all right, man. Um, let's talk about a theme here. The theme here. Hmm. A power of friendship. Always is, <laughs> ain't it? <laughs> it always is. Damn, Marvel movies, the power of friendship. Mm. No, guys. Um, For this movie and a theme, uh, it's, you know, you don't have to let your past define your future. Carol is dealing with what she did to Darwin's planet and being called the Annihilator and thinking that she was doing something good, made a dis- made a call, and she's here now. Yeah. She has to live with those de- de- decisions, right? Right. Um, and she feels bad about it. Uh, Monica Rambeau being, you know, just wanting her Aunt Carol back going to put all her time and energy into saber and space and everything right where she does not want to be a hero right she has these powers but she does not care about these powers she cares about being a scientist yeah help making that change using those to help better everything right exactly exactly and then you have kamala khan and she she's the one who's just like yo i got these powers i'm gonna do the damn thing yeah right let's go bye mom been waiting for this. Yeah, this is the moment. I've been, yeah. wait, I've been writing for this in my book for years, damn it. <laughs> the fan fiction. That was awesome. That's straight out of, like, Miss Marvel, the, the miniseries. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. So, uh, yeah, man. So, you could be more than, like, what you're – you don't have to let your past define you, yeah. I would say, is the big thing And this. <laughs> All right, team. So that's our conversation about 2023's The Marvels. Mm. JV, your thought and rating, brother. Yeah, man. I know this movie's been getting a lot of crap from everybody. Yeah. Same. Which yep. is fairly typical for any movie. Post end game, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with it are its flaws. With We talked about, like, some storyline that we could have fleshed out a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but this trio, these three actors had great chemistry in this movie, I thought. Um, along with Sam Jackson, along with the family, 
you know, because they all kind of had their own scenes, right? We had yep. things going on with these guys over here, and then the family and Nick Fury are working on something over here. And then when they interacted, it was awesome. It, was, it all worked out really well. Uh, I just enjoyed these characters, you know, um, along for right of the, the storyline. You know, storyline, storyline. Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. But it was fun. Yeah. Um, let's get uh, three bucks popcorn for me. Good deal. For this one. Good deal. How about bro. you, man. Yeah, man, I'm right there with you. I'm going to say three buckets of popcorn. Yeah. Uh, three buckets of popcorn because um, the three leads are great. Great. Right? I wanted a little bit more heavy script. But yeah. um, for what they were working with, just when we talked about George Clooney earlier, like what they were working with, like they did everything in their power to make this script work. Yeah. Right? Um, you did feel a connection between... Uh, Rambo and uh, Danvers, and that was really cool to kind of see her not not being like you know this little girl anymore. She's a full yeah. fledged adult and hoping and kicking butt, right? And then you add on Kamala Khan, who is not only the um, comedic relief, but really strong in her own right. Yeah, to stand with these three, with these two other women, right? Agree. Um, so just. To kind of see this unfold, man, is just really fun, right? Don't give me anything where it's just like a in-game uh, or uh, Infinity War, like dour movie where it's just gonna be like crap and walk out sad and everything. Yeah, it's it's legit. It's supposed to be an uplifting popcorn film here in the fall that you can sit back and enjoy. Mm. And I and I did. Yeah, I, I, did too. I thoroughly did, man. There was, there, like I said, there was parts in here that you were just like, uh, 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 whatever. But there was also some really good scenes in here that you're just like, yo, that's movie magic right there. Yeah. That's how you make movies. Um, and that's how you throw people for a loop. And it's yeah. just really enjoyable. Yeah. And that's how you bring a good cast together as well. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, man. So, uh, three buckets of popcorn for me, brother. Thank you for subscribing to this episode, Talking Through the Marvels. Next week, we'll be discussing David Fincher's new thriller, The Killer. That's streaming on Netflix. Like always, I am Clyde Smith. You can find me across all socials as I am Clyde D. Smith. I am Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Like always, go team go. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. Uh, best one so far. Keep watching, guys.